Hi, I'm Simon Rushton and this is Taxi Chronicles podcast. On this podcast, we spontaneously interview unsuspecting passengers with their permission, allowing them to share their intimate life stories and concerns. As our slogan states, real riders, real stories. Some riders prefer to be anonymous, while others ask me to tell their story later on. Either way, there are all genuine 5 to 10 minutes stories. So sit back and enjoy this episode. Morning, morning, morning. Yes, another rider, another day, another story. Today we've got the lovely Veronica here. Um, she wasn't here before talking about cats and vegans. <laughs> and Well, I guess she was a vegan just from her talk on cats. But anyway, it's another story. Today we're going to be talking about competitive cheerleading. So nice to have you here today, Veronica. Hi, thank you for having me. So tell us about competitive cheerleading, how you got into it, what motivates you to be in there, and uh, what a typical day like is as a cheerleader. Um, so competitive cheerleading, unlike you might think from like American movies, uh, we're not standing on the sidelines cheering people on. So we are our own, I'd say we are our own show, because so we dance, we do acrobatics, by throwing other people in the air and catching them. Um, we also do gymnastics as well by throwing tumbles across the floor. So it's, I'd like to say two and a half minutes of pure hell, but the sort of hell that you love doing. Okay. Um, I sort of got into it because I've always wanted to do it. So I've always done like adjacent things. So I did parkour, I did karate, I did gymnastics, I did dance but never something that actually pulled them all together. And then I was studying my bachelor's and I thought, okay, I'm going to become a cheerleader. I'm going to become a cheerleader. But then with Compsci, you get so engrossed in your own little world. And then it's just the whole like stereotype being like, oh, but you're a a STEM graduate. Why would you want to do cheerleading? Like that doesn't seem like a thing you'd want to do. And I was like, oh, okay, no, I won't do it. I won't do it. I won't do it. And then I did my master's and thought, I'm my own person now. <laughs> I should be able to do whatever I want. So I tried out for the team. I got onto a level two team, which was pretty good on my first try. And then since then, it's just been a love story. I've broken my hand and still competed. Okay. And there's still like a bend in my like hand now, but... Well, is that you throwing someone in the air? Yeah, and then I caught her, and it felt weird, and we were going up into the next stunt where her foot is all across my hand, and my hand was throbbing, and so like I dropped the stunt, and I coach started shouting at me, being like, why did you drop the stunt? Because it's, it's quite harsh training. When you say drop the stunt, you mean you drop the person? Yeah, you don't, like, drop them, but you, like... Yes. put them down uh, you mean you drop them <laughs> that's what it is I, I put drop, them down and then I looked them. at my hand and it went and it just was it looked really weird and then you know as soon as you look at it and then you feel the pain and you're like oh, oh. then I went to the doctors and they were like does it hurt that much but I think I have quite a high pain threshold so I was like it's not that bad it sort of feels like a sprain did you know what a sprain felt like before? Yeah. Okay. And I thought, oh, okay, like, this just feels like a really extreme sprain. Mm-hmm. And so I went another two weeks of just, like, training on it. 
and it just it wasn't getting any better and I thought okay this is really bad I should probably go in for an x-ray and they usually don't let people like get just a random x-ray but I was really I made a fuss and as soon as they got the x-ray back they were like oh we're so sorry I'm really sorry because my bone had split completely Uh into oh and it was like so it had been in a bad way for a couple of days now. Yeah. And they hadn't picked it up. Yeah. Okay, well, why do you think they hadn't picked it up? I think it's probably because the fact that... What, you weren't complaining that much? Yeah. But I told them exactly what happened, why, how my hand was hurting, the ways in which I couldn't use it. But I just don't think they took into consideration that I wouldn't be, like in balls of tears like just being like oh my hand because you weren't, you weren't a drama queen yeah because i could still use it you know what the funny thing is that because i've done interviews with other people and one interviews this lady who's in the medical um industry she said they teach when you're in hospital mm. in um teaching that black people especially black women can have a higher threshold of pain so they don't feel pain that much yeah so it could have been the case that they looked at her and they remembered their training thinking she's not really that bothered in that case yeah but that's so dangerous like for example that happened to my mum she was dealing with a cyst and like she got a hernia then a cyst inside her hernia 16 years and she was like oh the pain's pretty bad goes to the doctor and the doctor's like oh okay can't be that bad you're literally living your everyday life 16 years Mm -hmm. and then it was just one time she collapsed and had to have emergency surgery Mm -hmm. so you nearly lost her but she's still around yeah so it's just like they should understand that yeah we probably have a high pain threshold and like we want to be strong for our families and the people we care for Mm -hmm. however we're probably still suffering inside and you probably should do some extra checks so it's a case of either demanding to be seen or get what you want or becoming like ah jesus yeah (laughs) take me now if the pain's too much (laughs) (laughs) in that kind of thing yeah that was my best woman impression (laughs) (laughs) so what's the name of your competitive team Sparks All Stars. Sparks All Stars. Yeah, so we train in this really big cheer gym in East London. And you should know since where you picked oh, is, me up. Is that was um is that off the A thirteen? Yeah, so like um, Talent li- Central, yeah, so Beckton. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I I live around an hour thirty minutes comfortably away from training centre like the training centre. Wait a minute, you live in in, in, I won't say where you live, but you live in that beeb. Yeah. Well, Buckinghamshire, because they don't know you have your address. But <laughs> so you travel far to do that. Yeah, so it's it's something I love doing. I feel so happy whilst I'm doing it. Last year, I took a year out, and it wasn't very good for my mental health because I realised I need physical activity to mm-hmm. like process things. Like I'll be like throwing, catching people, and like working through like work like mm. problems in my head do and you then, ever get thrown um i'm you, scared you're, you're quite I, a strong girl yeah aren't you? i don't have um i don't have trust for people like but that. you need to have trust you dropped your friend the other day so you should at least let her throw you <laughs> yeah let's throw her throw her up and just walk away <laughs> or just look away and be like oh sorry uh, we did that in school one time i remember how <laughs> we threw someone up in the air and it's all walked off <laughs> 
fell back down. You know, kids are terrible, man. They were back down on the concrete. Yeah. Yeah. But it's it's good. And like this year, I'm trying to like improve my tumbling so I can like rank up in like different levels. What's tumbling? So it's gymnastics. So it's pretty much floor gymnastics where you just like run and throw your body. So into, you like, spin and backflip yeah. and twist and do that rocket kind of culture yeah. thing. Yeah. And that's like really fun. And then there's jumps. And jumps are my favorite because I used to be a sprinter, so I have like pretty good like jumping legs. So yeah. like I have pretty like. Well, you you've got long, long legs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> even even with your platforms on. <laughs> well, your platforms cushioned because they're really big, innit? They're like um, a, no, not an really. Inch, an inch. <laughs> <laughs> they make me feel really powerful. Like some women wear heels, I wear really big platforms. Okay. Yeah. Mm, do you like sixties music? Yes. Oh, well, we park our cars in the same garage. Sixties <laughs> and Motown. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm about. Yeah. Oh. They call me old, but yeah, that's that's his life. Yeah, um, so I, I, I get the I get the oh you're such a hippie and I'm like, okay, thank you. Like, yeah, if, if that's you know, an insult. But to me, it's quality music. <laughs> yeah. It's you can hear the lyrics, everything blends, mm-hmm. and it's also proven to prove to be timeless, regardless yeah. of the generation. People say, oh, I like this song. Mm-hmm. My granddad listens to this or my mum listens to this. Yeah. That kind of thing in that respect. So you spoke about the tears. Yeah. And what makes, how, what defines your tears? Um, based on your level of like tumbling, so gymnastics, or the flips you can do, and based on the like throws and catches you can do and like the sort of stunts you can do. So for example, with, it goes from one to like sometimes six slash seven so where it's like at one where you can't the flyer themselves can't get higher than your shoulders but at six slash seven the people in the air are doing multiple twists at a time you are swapping flyers they're going into the atmosphere kind of yeah and then it's like one person's throwing and catching just one person's throwing and catching and then they're having to pull shapes in the air so the person in the air has to be super flexible they have to do flits are you flexible i say i'm I'm pretty flexible for someone on the ground (laughs) because like for jumps you have to be pretty flexible because your jumps have to look pretty but really sharp at the same time because you only mm-hmm. technically have two counts to hit your jump mm-hmm. so it's like you have like different like cute different jumps like mm-hmm. toe touches those are my favorite jumps because everyone likes looking at them mm-hmm. and being like oh wow are you gonna be going for the olympics when everything gets back to normal or have you ever gone for that so there's like the Cheer Olympics is like called Worlds and it's held in Dis- like Disneyland every year and it's just like everyone from around the world and you see like the best all-star teams and like their music like they start releasing their music and like new oh, team they uniforms to do music and all that with it. yeah so is you it get like new- the movie yeah I'm not saying I've seen the movie but I saw a clip oh okay it's yeah. like bring it on but a lot more strenuous like you don't have time to like do all the like fun like catty things because you're too sore after training so to move. None, none of all that bitchy stuff yeah like it's just more of like being around like a female family and like especially being in like stem i was surrounded by guys the entire time so then i had this image about cheerleaders being like oh really like 
superficial and dumb. However, like the smartest people I know are cheerleaders. It's funny you say that because I I've interviewed about six different uh, models, yeah. professional models from around the world, and some of them had two masters and and a PhD yeah. and stuff. <coughs> Excuse me. But then, but they're not. They may look beautiful and all of that, but they got a brain about them. Yeah. Uh, because really and truly, you think about modelling's hustling. So any hustler has to have a brain about them, otherwise they won't be a hustler for very long. Mm. Uh, so yeah, I suppose it's like drug dealers would make a good CEO. Yeah. Especially if you're on gang and you're a drug dealer. Yeah. So you have to. Because you have manage, to manage people. Manage people who would really see you rather see you dead than argue with you. <laughs> In that respect. So, so where can we if people want to see see you on Instagram for your flips and twists and corkscrews? <laughs> where where can they see you? Um, V Sule. So V E E S U L E. Okay, and yes. and that will have all your videos on there. yeah okay is there a group is there a group in instagram for the stars yeah um star uh sparks all stars so it's just sparks all stars okay yeah and that's the instagram for your yeah. group and you'll be on there yeah you'll see me at the last uh like tumbling training just like standing in the corner <laughs> where everyone's doing like really cool flips okay. i'm just there being like oh are you, are you the only sister on there? <laughs> no, there's so many. Really? Yeah, I think at the beginning it was okay. definitely white and blonde. Like, uh, six years ago, it was definitely white and blonde. Like, uh -huh. very white and blonde. But now, because, like, inclusion and, like, you realise that you shouldn't stop yourself from doing something because you don't look like those people, it's still uh -huh. going to be as fun with you. But physically, we're we've been proven to be stronger. So yes. I would have thought it's better having uh, a sister throwing somebody in the air, even if they break their hand. Yeah, because, because what I realise is that you're like, you're more likely to put yourself in the line of harm for your fly. Like for example, I could have not broken my hand if I just Stepped moved, away. like just moved my hand. But instead of having my flyer fall from what a ten foot height. Mm -hmm. I'd rather put my hand there, break my hand, than be like, oh, okay, whatever. This is just going to have to, like, heal itself. So, just just to break that down, was it the way you threw her, the way she landed? What was it that caused the problem? So, I think it was, we went up perfectly, and then it's, whenever you go slightly too well, you're sort of in shock of yourself. And so, she didn't realise how hard we were going to throw her, so she starts to sit up. And as soon as you start to sit up, that's when your whole body starts to uh, rotate in the air. Uh -huh. And so, as a back spot, my whole thing is neck and shoulders, neck and shoulders, because like chair is the most dangerous. What's your back spot? Um, I'm like in the back of the. Oh, so you're the person who's catching. Yeah. Okay. So like neck and shoulders, because like chair is the most dangerous like contact sport, because mm -hmm. people falling out of the air, people running into each other during mm -hmm. tumbles. So, I put my hand there, knowing full well that that wasn't like a safe catch, but then I needed to catch the back of her head. So it was just like a weird, like, pushing my hand, like, underneath her back as she's coming down. Pushing her hand underneath your back. Yeah, so then she's, like, <laughs> coming, wait, like... she coming down head first? Yeah, so she's... Really? Yeah, so she's ah. coming down like this, and so it's sort of, like, having to, like, push her to, like, 
sit up. Yeah, because if you come down head first or you... And you don't get caught, you're going to yeah. break your spine. Yeah, or yeah. like you get deductions or like your feet come down or touch the floor, really? you get deductions. If you're coming down head first, the last thing you learn about <laughs> deductions. <laughs> so I was throwing you 10 foot in the air or higher. You coming down, you coming down like... <laughs> Uh, all, all you can say is deductions. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus, what? Oh, okay. So you just like throw your hands in there, like mm. everyone's just like nobody on the floor, nobody on the floor. Even if you catch nobody them, nobody on the floor. Like, it's, like in a deep. That's equivalent of no man left behind. Yeah. Nobody on the floor. <laughs> nobody. Why didn't you step in there? Break. So basically, it's breaking falls. Yeah. No matter what you do. But then I would have said, based on what you were saying. The actual floor, and I don't know if you considered this, is lack of communication. Yeah. Because if you had said, you could have, you don't have to say nothing much. You could have said five foot, and that indicates how high, how hard you're going to throw them. Ten yeah. Foot. Whether and she can hear that, and then she knows straight away. So you might want to have bring in a code system. I don't know if you've got one already. Just say, based on these heights, this is what I'm going to call when yeah. I'm throwing you. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, and you just, have to call that. She yeah. can't call that because you may think, yeah, I'm going to do it five and I haven't got the energy. Yeah. She's calling five and I haven't got the energy. I'm going to do... Do you see what I mean? Yeah. Because it, it's one of those things where, like, you're taught to push to 100 every single time. So then, like, in a, like, basket, if one of the bases isn't pushing as hard as everyone else, it does this. Yeah, so yeah, it's sort of like we all have to be one smooth machine. So you'll see, like at the beginning of stunts, you there'll be a lot of like everyone's just whispering. What are they whispering? So it's like you're either being like, Girls, okay, you guys, this. we got this, we got a, this. A, just gang, keep breathing, g- just keep g- breathing. Yeah, Literally, yeah. someone in each stunt so group just goes, in uni- breathe, uniform. breathe, yeah. breathe, yeah. breathe. So you all want to breathe as one. You all want to yeah. do everything as one. We want to dip as one. We want to like yeah. throw as one. No, that makes sense. It's yeah. like when you're in a, ours in the military. So when you're in a section, yeah, you and you know you're going out there. You want to start operating as one. So yeah. you know, I know where Bob's gonna be, and Steve's always over there. Yeah, and things in the rear can this, and we just know how to, where to go, what to do, bam, bam, bam. Yeah. Yeah, and that uniformity. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah. And it's nice. It's a nice like group of girls, and like I love hanging out with. <laughs> and it's sort of sad because since the new season started. And we're still in like this whole pandemic. Mm-hmm. We haven't been able to do like contact, like training. You can go in the woods and do it. I know, but like it's sort of like really sad because you don't know how, like you, your body is not able to predict how strenuous stunting is because you're constantly lifting, throwing, putting down, lifting, throwing, putting down, lifting, throwing, putting down. So it's a real exercise thing. Yeah, and. Like, we're all scared, like, as a team collectively, of when it gets January and we're all allowed to stunt again, whether we'll have the stamina. We'll just start off again, isn't it? Yeah. Are you not training from home? Oh, yeah, we're training from home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> twice a week, yeah. Well, how many but, times do you have to train? So, it starts off at twice a week. And, like, so it's, like, a, a weekday and then, like, a Sunday... But you can, like, supplement so three, it up. three times a week? Yeah, so you can technically supplement it up to as many as you want to. So you can go to, like, private tumblings. You can go to, like, group tumblings. Is this when things are normal, yeah? Yeah. So this is when it's now, and, like, we're all not touching each other. So mm-hmm. it, 
it's not as fun mm -hmm. and it doesn't really make sense mm -hmm. like in the grand scheme of things because mm. right now we're all pretty much weightlifting because you need to get used to having like the oh, weight of humans like on you again so you do weight because basically what i'm hearing is this is like calisthenics training yeah so you're lifting your own body weight within reason yeah and other people's who's equivalent size to you yep are, are you one of the bigger taller ladies no <laughs> i don't know don't no I? i'm not even not at all you don't have any fat people do you oh, the thing is you don't need to be like like a size eight you just need to have stamina and strength yeah and like you see with like bodybuilders you don't really like they're not really like the same like body shape as like mm -hmm. marathon runners mm -hmm. it like depends where you are situated on the team so like if you're a back spot it's preferable if you have long limbs because mm -hmm. it's easy for you to like spot what's going on quicker and then just throw your arms underneath like if you're a base it's good if you have like stronger thighs because you do a lot of them you spend the majority of the routine in a squat mm -hmm. holding someone so you get to that point and if you're a flyer the thing is you just need to be able to hold your body which is the thing that people keep saying but you don't realize what it means until you're trying to hold someone in the air on one hand on one like one foot one hand and you're like can you just hold yourself so the, the flyer has to be able to balance himself yeah one foot on one foot yeah maybe on the ball of the foot yeah on on your one hand yeah. and you have to keep it steady she has to keep herself steady mm -hmm. and then she has to like change into like different like stretches so first one like, leg up one yeah, up leg foot, jump, like jump touching her head foot like like right up here mm -hmm. all without like coming back down it sounds ninja yeah it is it is really fun <laughs> no, yeah well i'm glad you said it's fun it just sounds ninja <laughs> i can see why men don't do it men do do it and really? like what kind of men like really like strong guys so for example there's this couple oh so i was on a previous team with like a couple of girls and then we all like tried out for this new team and then one of like one of the girls her boyfriend was like had been like watching her throughout the entire years and was just like okay like that seems sort of fun like throwing people in the air and he's huge like like six foot four and like the broadest shoulders i've seen mm -hmm. <laughs> and he's just like oh yeah no it should be fun it should be like it should be like something fun to do he tries out gets on like a really good team and then two weeks in he starts like throwing really good tumbles but like most people have to train like Wait, several it, months when you say he's thrown is he thrown himself is the tumble when he runs and throws himself yeah and like just like based on like you know how like guys are where they're like i'm gonna do a backflip in the garden and they just throw themselves and like mm. you're like wow that's very dangerous, <laughs> very yeah, but, dangerous. you know well it, the truth the what you're saying there is he who dares wins yeah that old sas motto yeah and it's just the fact that they're already taller so for them to like throw someone up to like the same height just to like get mm -hmm. underneath it's already like a like they're already like so used to it and like mm. as i don't want to say as women we have to train slightly different muscles to be able to yeah, get she, the same she, sort of like heights when we throw yeah, she, but like <laughs> you've got 60% less strength in your upper body than yeah. Man. yeah so then we then have to like train different like techniques and then like for him it's just like uh, almost natural like yeah. I think like if it wasn't for the whole like 
it being like seen as a feminine sport mm. it would be more likely like men do it or, or you'd have men as the throwers and women as the... So it'd be like a Torval and Dean kind like of thing. Like, you, you currently have that in, like, college fo- like college like cheerleading in the States. Like, where it's, like, one guy, one girl, one guy, one girl, and, like... But the guys never get thrown in the air, it's the women. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. But, like, now, you're even getting, like, guys who get thrown in the air because they're, that. like... But you, um, as no, soon as you, you see, see you just want to see the women. No, the thing is, like, you think, like, you want to see the women, but like. No, no, you looking at your face now. You want to see the men. <laughs> Someone's getting hungry, boy. No, because like you don't even like look at it like that because you have to be so close to the. There's like a, there are times like a, you are butt like hands are butt on people yeah, <laughs> like you're yeah, all up in everyone's of, business yeah there's a lot of intimacy <laughs> yeah so there must be a lot of dating amongst um, um not really like because it's almost like family like you wouldn't oh like you really? okay. you see these people sweating you see these people like crying because like trading has gotten a little bit like much and you just need to take a breather you see these people at the worst at the worst but you also see them at their happiest like whatever like medal ceremony like mm-hmm. that's the greatest time because mm-hmm. you just realize how much work you put in all year for this mm-hmm. but other than that you just they're like family <laughs> okay okay well it's been great talking to you it's oh, lovely this, speaking to you too <laughs> again maybe maybe we'll be picked up, picking you up again another time yeah. and, and we can talk about the was it the other thing you do oh gardening oh I can talk about another year that would be that would be another episode for another day (laughs) but okay then thanks a lot and happy to have you we hoped you liked that episode keeping in mind we never know who we're going to interview we post twice a day 8am and 5pm GMT Have you ever considered the future economies to invest in? Why not listen to our sister podcast, Africa Investor Stories? Considering Africa has the fastest growing economies and population on Earth and has done for many years, it holds 30% of the world's known natural resources. We publish twice a week, Tuesday with a guest investor and Fridays talking about investment, politics and history, providing a clear understanding for any potential investor.